in Luke chapter 15. And we're going to start with verse, verse 11. And it reads, a certain man had two sons. And the younger of them says to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that has fallen to me. And he divided unto them his living. And not many days after, the younger son gathered all together and took his journey into a far country and there wasted his substance with riotous living. And when he had spent all, there rose a mighty famine in the land, and he began to be in want. And he went and, and he went and joined himself to a citizen of the country, and he sent and he sent him into the fields to feed the swine. And he would faint having filled his belly with the husk from the swine's dead eat. And the young man gave unto him. And when he came to himself, and read that again. And when he came to himself, he said, how many hard servants my father have bread enough to spare. And I perish with hunger. I will arise and go to my father, and I will say to him, unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before thee, and I am no more worthy to be called thy son. Make me as one of thy hired servants. And he arose and came to his father, but when he was yet a great ways off. His father saw him and had compassion and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. And the son said unto the father, I have sinned against heaven and in thy sight, and I am no more worthy to be called thy son. But the father said to the servant, but, but the father said to his servant, Bring forth the best robe and put it on him and put a ring on his hand and shoes on his feet and bring the headed fatted calf and kill it and let's eat and be merry. For my son was dead and he is alive again. He was lost and now is found and he began to be merry. We're going to stop right there. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. You may be seated. The title of the sermon is, Are You Ready? Are You Ready? The topic is fault, forgiveness, and love. Now we're going to go to the beginning of this, where the son felt that he was entitled to his father's living. At some point in time, we see that with our own kids. They're living in our house, and once they become a certain age, they feel that they want to branch out on their own, knowing that they might not be ready. But they still want to do it. And in this situation here, I can, I can only imagine how the father felt. You didn't raise your son and you want the best for him. And one day he wants to branch away from you because he's not satisfied with what the Lord has just given you and him. And he wants to take that 
and go his merry way and do whatever he chooses that he wants to do, kind of like some of us. But see, God have a way of making things that ain't no cooking like home cooking. See, there is no cooking like home cooking. See, I'm pretty sure that once he went and he swindled all his money away, he couldn't get no cooking like home cooking. He couldn't get no bread like he got at home. See, because God have a way of turning us around, even in the midst of our carnal mind. We're going to go with fault here. In order to acknowledge fault, you must first acknowledge the responsibility. You must first accept the responsibilities of your actions. See, because until you see you and where you at in the situation, there is no correcting the path of fault. Now, this young man had to go and swindled everything away and got down to eating the husk that the hogs eat. Now, you know that's pretty low. Now, he, he probably, all the food he done ate that he swindled his money away, and he got the result to eating what the hogs eat. That had to have been something for him. Because the Bible says, once he came to his senses, how many of us? truly come to our senses and realize that we need to go ask for forgiveness. We need to go make a wrong right. But this young man did. He saw his faults and he knew he needed to repent, but he asked for forgiveness from God first and then his father. See, it's an order that we have to ask for forgiveness in order to be corrected in our actions. So here it is. He read it himself. He prepared what he was going to say to his father before he made that journey. This morning when we came here, we prepared ourselves to go to church. We took a shower, put on whatever we wanted to wear today, and we stepped into the house of the Lord. But when you stepped into the house of the Lord, where was your mind? Was your mind on Jesus? Or was your mind on your situation? Right. See, this young man's mind was on asking for forgiveness. This man's mind had made him come to his senses and realize, I'm wrong. And my situation is not better, it's not bigger than me going and ask for forgiveness. My situation is not bigger than going and beg my father's pardon. See, this is how God sees us. We can't allow situations in our lives or faults in our lives to make it seem like we can't go ask for forgiveness and God, that God ain't big enough to accept us. The Bible says we must, sin, we must repent of sin. This is why we must repent of sin. That's asking for forgiveness. But we must truly ask for forgiveness on a daily basis. Now let's look at when he got to his father. See, the father, I can only imagine that he might have been looking at in that direction, knowing that God was going to deliver his son. But God didn't just deliver his son any kind of way. He, lived, he delivered him alive. He delivered him whole, healthy. He was just hungry. But he was hungry in a totally different way than what he left. See, when he left, he didn't seem like he had no humility. He didn't seem like he had no grace. He didn't seem like he had no appreciation. But when he came back, when he came back to his father, his father saw him a far way off. And his father says, Lord, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. My son was dead. He brought back somebody that was dead to me, but now he's alive. How many of us are dead? We might be walking like we're living, but we dead in the spirit. This, this is what I'm talking about, dead. I'm talking about dead in the spirit. See, his father displayed all three of the topics. He looked past his fault. He forgave him. And he showed him nothing but love. This is, what, this is how God treats us. Even when we're wrong, he looked past our faults. He forgives us and shows us nothing but love. 
in Matthews 7 and 3, 4, it says, Why beholdeth the mote in thy brother eye, but can't not bear that the mote is in thy own eye? Or how will it thou say to thy brother, Let me pull the mote out of thy eye, but behold, the beam is in your eye. Now, God is not only, God is not like people we know who hold grudges. He forgives us of our wrong. He don't, he don't hesitate to forgive us. When you, the moment you repent, it's an immediate forgiveness. See, this young man might have squabbled away his inheritance. But the question here today is, what are you squabbling away? That's the real question here. Are you squabbling away love? Are you squabbling away a relationship? Are you squabbling away the opportunity to say a kind word to somebody? Are you squabbling away just to be in Jesus' presence? Are you squabbling away the gift that God has given you, which is his son. Every day, we get the opportunity to do one of two things. Receive a blessing or turn it away. No matter how small of the blessing or how big of the blessing, everybody get that opportunity when we wake up. And, the, and when we wake up, we were blessed to wake up. That's the first blessing. But when you wake up, do you say, thank you, Jesus? Do you say, thank you, God? You know, when I walk in, the Sunday school was talking about the armor of God. And in the armor of God, you got the shield and you got the sword. Now, the shield and the sword is two of the most important pieces of that armor. Everything else is basically protection. But the shield represents your faith. And the sword represents the word of God. I ask you today, how big is your shield and how long is your sword? See, because if you got little faith, then you got little shield. If you ain't being fed or reading the word of God, then you ain't got no sword. See, because that's what the sword is. And even if you got the shield, are you just running and hiding? Or are you standing up and fighting? Are you just taking cover with the shield running out? Right? But you can't stand up and fight because you ain't got the word of God in you. You got to understand the full armor of God and what it stands for. See, we come here every Sunday to lengthen our shield, to strengthen our shield, and lengthen our sword. Link, strengthen our shield and lengthen our sword. But are we doing it? When we walk out of the church, how big is our shield and how long is our sword? Or do we step back in with a pocket knife? Or do we got a saucer for a shield? Something that can protect you for nothing. And you wonder why you're under attack. Because you have no shield to attack you. See, we got to stop treating God like our friend. See, we know people are our friends, right? And what happens with a friend? Your, your relationship is a surface relationship. It's not an inner relationship when you just have a friend. But when you have someone that's closer to you than a friend, then you can have an interrelationship. So we need to see where our relationship is with Jesus. I mean, with a friend, you know his name, you know where he lives, you know a few things, basic things about him, but he's just a friend. Jesus wants to be more than a friend to you. He wants to be your savior. He wants to be your Lord. He wants to be the son of God because he says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God, and all these things will be added unto you. I'm the way, the truth, and the life. Nobody comes to the Father but by me. 
So how can you have just a friendship with Jesus and not a relationship with him? You have to have a relationship with Jesus. And that relationship with Jesus has to start from the inside out. As you notice, when Jesus was walking with his disciples and he was in the flesh, this was Jesus in the flesh. And they got to know Jesus in the flesh at a certain level. And he was preparing him for when he was to come back in the spirit. But you know something? The three years they spent with Jesus, they wasn't ready for him to come back in the spirit. So what did he tell them? Go to the upper room and wait to be endowed with the Holy Spirit. Because y'all ain't ready. See, Jesus gave them the power to heal the blind and do the same things he was doing. But they still didn't have that connection. They didn't, they, they, they didn't have the power that they had when Jesus gave it to them because their relationship wasn't deep enough. They knew who Jesus was, but they totally wasn't sold on who he was until he came back in the spirit. Even some of his disciples saw what he went through and questioned, still questioned when he came back. Let me see the holes in your hands. Let me see the hole in your side. Are you questioning Jesus today? Are you questioning who he is that's, that you can't go all in? John 1 says, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins. To cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Well, Are you being asked to be clean? It says, therefore, in Luke 7 and 40, 47 and 48, therefore I say unto you, her sins, which are many, are forgiven. For she loved much, but to whom little is forgiven, the same love little. The situation here this young man that seemed he was lost at one time. We have to search ourselves to see where we are. Because a lot of times we think we're someplace that we truly not. A lot of times we, even though we come to church every Sunday and we go through the same process every Sunday and we feel because we come to church and we're in the house of the Lord that you know, we just feel good just about doing that. But at the end of the day, what did you leave church with? Were you fed when you left church? Or are you still hungry? Are you eating the hus somewhere that you don't realize you're eating like this young man was? God allowed him to eat lavish foods and he went to eating something because he fall out of the grace of God. Because of his ignorance of his own mind. And look at his brother. Even after the younger brother asked for the inheritance to be divided, the father gave both of them the same. But when he came back, his brother didn't have forgiveness in his heart. His brother was acting like he was defending the father honor. How many times we take up a fight with somebody else and we hold something against someone that we ain't got no business? How many times that, oh, I'm mad at you because you treated such and such like this or you treated such and such like that? In 1 John 4 and 20, it tells, Jesus tells, God tells us, how can you love a God that you can't see and you hate the person that you can't see? It says you a liar and the truth, the love of God ain't in you. So we got to be careful how we sit and hate somebody because of nothing. A lot of times they haven't done anything to us. You know, but we, we choose to take on the fight of someone else. If someone else can forgive that person, then you have no right to hold anything against them. Because it tells us if you got an art against somebody, you got to go to that person and cleanse that off. See what I'm saying? See, God is a God of love. When you look at the world we're living in right now, we truly need to be getting closer to God 
Because every time you turn the TV on, it's someone spewing hate. It's someone manipulating your mind and to make you take up somebody else's fight. Is someone putting some type of propaganda out there to make you turn away against someone, not love someone? Is someone putting something out there to say, because you look like this, I can't get to know you. I got to hate you. Or because you're a Democrat or Republican, we can't break bread together. You know, listen, God is a God of love. He's not a God of hate. So when you look at how the world is screwing hate, what is that saying to the Christians? What is that saying to people that know God? The world is slowly trying to remove God out of the existence of people's lives by injecting hate. See, because we have to learn how to stay away from the negative conversation, from the negative people, and stay in the light. Don't step into darkness to get into negative conversations. See, because God is a God of love and he's a God of positivity. So anytime you step into a negative conversation, ask yourself, where is God in it? Is God here in this conversation? How can God get the glory of this conversation? How can this feed my soul and project me to see Jesus in this conversation? We got to check where we at and see where we stand. But see, it goes right back to that full armor of God. If you don't know what the word of God is, how do you know you're in a negative conversation? If you don't know what the word of God is, how do you know where you stand in? And this is how a lot of us is being attacked because we're not studying to show ourselves approved. You know, we come in the church and we hear scriptures being preached, but are we going back studying it? Are we studying other than when we come to Sunday school? We have to stay in God's word daily. The Bible tells us we have to pick up and carry our cross daily. We have to cleanse ourselves daily. We have to repent daily. See, Jesus didn't die just for us to celebrate him on one day. He died for us to celebrate him every day. See, he's a God of the living, not a God of the dead. So when you close your eyes, the celebration is over. But the question is, are you ready? Do you know where you're going? Are you ready? Ask yourself, where are you? Are you ready? to see Jesus right now if he was to come? Where are you with him? What's your relationship with him? Is it a strong relationship? Or is it a, just a friendship? Or, or you just know his name is Jesus and you know he's the son of God? Where are you standing with Jesus? Because this is important. You know, we go to work for man every day. And a lot of us wants to home in on a retirement. So we go labor for 40, 50, however many years of our life to home in on man's retirement. And you know one thing I know about going to the bank, if you put nothing in, you sure can't take nothing out. So what you're putting into Jesus? Are you banking with him? Are you planning a retirement with him one day? Or are you just stuck on man's retirement? Do you see the value in that? See, that's what this young man's problem was here. This is why he left home. He could not see the value in what God has given us, just like a lot of us. We can't see the value of what's right in front of us. We can't see the value in the God that we serve, that he says, I'll provide all your needs. We can't see the value in him telling us, no weapon form against you will prosper. We can't see the value in him saying that all you got to do is ask for what you want. And he'll give it to you. You have not because you ask not. Right? Even when this young man found himself hungry, the Bible says no one would help him. Now, why do you think God would allow that to happen? 
a lot of times he allows us to go through things to get our attention. He allowed this young man to go hungry to get his attention. And what did it do for him? It made him go back home to his father who was looking for him. Have God got your attention? Are you on your way back home? Or are you still got to make another stop? Every day we wake up, we need to see if God's got our attention. I was on my way to St. Paul one day a couple of weeks ago, and I rode by three churches, and everyone had a funeral going on. Three different funerals at the same time. Wouldn't that get your attention? Because we ain't staying here. Amen. We're not staying here. Amen. So what are you preparing yourself for? What are you readying yourself for? Let's look at this here. When Jesus was in the flesh, he had to ready himself to go back and be with his father. So he had to go through the process of being crucified to take away man's sins to go back to be with his father. So the same process that Jesus had to ready himself to go back to see, be with his father, we have to ready ourselves to go back to see, be with Jesus. Because, see, you ain't going to get there just by doing nothing. And you ain't going to get there just because you know his name. And you ain't going to get there because you know his father's name is God. Faith without work is what? So what's that saying? That's why this man says, my son was dead. He didn't have no faith. Are we sitting here dead and refuse to live? You have to allow the man to die in you and the spirit to live in you. In order to be alive. This is what Jesus says. That man and you have to die and the spirit has to live in order for you to even be in Jesus' presence. See, all this flesh that we live in is going to stay here and deteriorate. It ain't going nowhere. Don't find yourself all dressed up and nowhere to go. As I close, I want to leave you with this thought. It takes an extraordinary person to love and serve an extraordinary God. It takes an ordinary person to love and serve an extraordinary God. Make sure you're ready. Ready for whatever the situation in whatever the circumstances that you find yourself in. When you put that armor on, make sure you got the shield and the sword. And make sure you are prepared because just putting on some of the armor doesn't do justice for all of the armor. Pray my strength in the Lord. Come on, let's give God a hand of praise. Hallelujah. Come on, let's give God some praise. I will trust in the Lord. Doors of church open. I will trust in the Lord. I will trust in the Lord. Until I die, I, I will trust. Oh, I will trust in the Lord. I will trust in the until I die, I'm going to stay on my bended knees. I'm going to stay on. Come on, church. And then, come on, church. I'm going to stay on 
my bed and knees until I die. I, oh, I'm going to stay on. Oh, I'm going to stay on. Oh, I am going to stay on my bending knee until I die. As the doors of the church are open, if you have yet to give your life to Christ, today can be your day. Are you expecting to go to heaven but ain't putting none in? As the preacher said, if you go to the bank and you ain't got no money in the bank, you can't get nothing out of it. If you don't have a relationship with Jesus, you cannot expect to go home to be with him. If you are here today as the as Doors Church have opened and you've yet to give your life to Christ, today can be your day. I invite you to come give your life to Christ. And he, he who desires you, you will have him. So that you can discover what much you do to be saved. To call on the name of Jesus and you shall be saved. Amen. Well, maybe you have backslidden and you're ready to come back. Just like the prodigal son, when he came back, he wasn't ostracized. He was welcomed back in. And we're here to welcome you back into this house and to the family of God. But maybe you need a church home today. And you've been searching and looking. I'm here to tell you that... You found the place. No, we're not a perfect people, but we serve a perfect God. Come and learn about him just like we have. Hallelujah. Or maybe you need prayer today. I believe that's everybody that needs prayer today. Amen. We all need prayer. We have, come on around, mother. We have Minister Ophelia. She's getting ready to go in. It's okay if I say this. She's getting ready to go have her, have surgery on the first, amen, cancer surgery. But she's already giving God the glory. When you don't put your trust in the Lord, it don't matter what the result you may think it may be. We know God already got the victory in the end. Can somebody shout hallelujah? I'm going to ask somebody to come stand with her today. Somebody. Anybody else need prayer today? And I, oh, I will trust in the Lord. I will trust in the Lord. I will trust in the Lord until I die I'm, oh I will trust oh I will trust I will trust in the Lord until I it's something powerful when you know that if I just keep my trust in God can I get a witness today ain't it something powerful but if I can just keep my trust in the Lord today I know it may it may look like it ain't gonna work out it may look like I'm already been defeated it may look like the battle is over but when I got my trust, who can testify today? I guess I got my trust in the Lord today. May have some things going wrong in your family. May have some things going wrong in your life. You may have some sickness. You may have some issues. You may have some problems. But how many of that ain't nothing too hard for God today? There ain't nothing too hard for God. There ain't nothing. Tell your neighbor, neighbor, there ain't nothing. 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 
There ain't nothing. Tell your situation, this ain't too hard for God. This ain't too hard for God. What up? It ain't too hard for God. I can't do it without him. It ain't too hard for God. It ain't too hard for him. Hey! This is the time where we got to stand on our own faith today. This is the time we got to stand on faith. Because somebody about to give up. But somebody got to stand on faith. Every kind of evidence is out there saying that, we are, that we've already lost. But we ain't lost nothing. We got to give up this life to gain the new one. Be faithful unto death. We got to be faithful unto death. Hallelujah. Father God, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Everybody turn your, what's in your heart? What's in your heart? Give it to him. What's in your heart? He already knows it. What's in your heart? Give it to him. There's some more folk out here that need to bring something to the altar. There's some more folk out here need to bring something to the altar. Somebody got some struggles right now. You need to bring it to the altar. Don't be embarrassed. You are amongst company. You are amongst company. And every last one of us, we're going to put our trust in the Lord today. We're going to come back to him. We're going to put our trust in the Lord today. Father God, in the name of Jesus. We come, God. Not only do we stand with one who needs surgery, but we stand with one others, oh God, who got who got other needs, oh God. Some may not have surgery, some may have confusion, some may don't know which direction to turn, some might just be lost, some just may just don't know what to think about because they got so much. But God, but we come to call on the only one that can fix everything. And Father God, as we are here at this altar, we come because we got our trust in you. We, we come because we don't even trust ourselves. We can't do it, but we know that you can. And forgive us, O Lord, O God, for, 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 for making you seem that you just like us. God, you are not like us. You're better than us. You cannot be defeated. There ain't a, there ain't a sickness that you can't heal. Father God, your word is true. Whatever you speak, it's got to come to pass. So, God, if you can speak. Oh, God, if you can speak to a voided situation. Like the earth was, the earth was void when without form. It had no hope. But, God, you can speak. And bring hope into a situation. You can speak and bring in order. You can speak, bring in healing. You can speak, you can speak. God, we ask you to speak today. Speak, God, for we trust in your word, God. Speak, God. Speak to us. Speak to our lives. Speak to our steps. Speak to our path. Speak, God. Speak to the water. Form the bridge. Speak to the mountains. Make it leveled. Speak to the valleys. Raise it up. Speak, Lord. Speak, Lord. Speak, Lord. Speak, Lord. Speak, Lord. We need you to speak, Lord. For every individual that's here, God, some are public with what they're going through, and some are quiet. But, God, I'm glad today that you know every concern. You know what's on our heart. Father God, you don't love one better than the other. Just because one son left the house and one stayed at the house, as was told to the son at the house, you got just as much access to me as the other one do. And Father God, I want to thank you that we all got just as much access. Jesus said, if you come unto me, thank you, Jesus. We got just as much access. God, thank you for the access. Thank you for the healing. Thank you for the healing. Thank you for the manifestation of your power. Thank you, God. Thank you for doing it. Whatever needed to be done, thank you, oh God. Thank you for the victory. 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 Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord.
Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Your word says, God, if we call on the name of the Lord, we shall be saved. Not just with salvation. We shall be delivered. We shall be rescued. We shall be taken care of. So I say, Jesus. I say, Jesus. I say, Jesus. I say, Jesus. 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 Hallelujah. Jesus. Hallelujah. Yes, Jesus. 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 Thank you, I don't know what that's like, but Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus. Hallelujah. Jesus. Whoa. Jesus. Hallelujah. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. I don't know where to begin, but it Hallelujah. starts with you. It ends with you. Jesus. 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 Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Hallelujah. 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 We won the victory. Thank you for the victory. Thank you for the healing. Thank you for the healing. Thank you for the healing. Thank you, Lord. 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 Thank you. Hallelujah. Yay. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Father God, I thank you. Thank you. Some God came to this altar, God. Hallelujah. Not knowing how you were going to do it. But now, God, they don't get. God, I thank you, God, that you gave us, you don't remind us of the power in the name of Jesus. Because we called on Jesus. Whoa. God, you gave us that right to call on him. Hallelujah. The enemy said we defeated. But Jesus Hallelujah. said you won. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. 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 Somebody shout, thank you, God. Somebody shout, thank you, God. Somebody shout, thank you, God. Shout, thank you. Open up your mouth and say, thank you, God. Hallelujah. In this place, thank you, God. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Oh, glory. Oh, glory. Oh, glory. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your grace. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. It don't matter, God. Thank you, Lord. The process that you take us through, as it's been testified, as it has been stated, as has been believed. As if it seems wrong for you to serve God. Don't do it. But as for me in my house, as for me in St. Paul, as for me in this place, we will, we will, we will serve the Lord. We will, we will serve the Lord. Anybody go will serve the Lord today? Somebody say yes. Say yes. Say yes. Yes! Yay! Hallelujah! 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 Breakthrough! Hallelujah! Breakthrough! Breakthrough is here! Breakthrough is here! Breakthrough is right here! Just say yes, Lord! Yes, Lord! Breakthrough is here! Yes, it is! Yes, Lord! You can't see it, but breakthrough is here! Don't look for it. Close your eyes. Say, yes, Lord. Thank you for the breakthrough. Yes. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Yay. 
Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Lord. We're your servants. We love you. Yes. And we bless your name, God. In Jesus' name. 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 Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. It's something right there. In Jesus' name. Somebody shout in Jesus' name. Believe it and say, in Jesus' name. If you can, look at somebody that say, in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Somebody give God a praise in here. Somebody give God a praise. Somebody give God a praise in here. Hallelujah. If you can't hug somebody, hug somebody if you don't mind. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, God, for your anointing. Hallelujah. Thank you. Hey. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Lord. 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 Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. See what the ain't gonna be. Leave I run on. See what the ain't gonna be. Leave I run on. See what the end is gonna be. Leave I run on. Oh, see what the end is gonna be. Leave I run on. See what the end is gonna be. Leave I run on. See what the end is gonna be. Leave I run on. See what the end is gonna be. Leave my run on. Oh, see what the end is gonna be. I'm gonna travel on. See what the end is gonna be. I'm gonna travel on. See what the end is gonna be. I'm gonna run on. See what the end is gonna be. Come on, church. See what the end is gonna be. See what the end is gonna be. Leave our run, run, run. See what the end is gonna be. Leave our run, run. Oh, see what the end is gonna be. Leave our run, run. See what the end is gonna. I'm gonna travel on. See what the end is gonna be. I'm gonna travel on. See what the end is gonna be. I'm gonna travel on. See what the end is gonna be. See what the end. Hallelujah. I'm going to travel on. See what the end is going to be. I'm going to travel on. I'm going to run, run. See what the end. Come on, church. I'm going to run, run, run. See what the end is going to be. I'm going to run, run, run. I'm going to run, run, run. See what the end is going to be. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Keep playing, keep playing, keep playing. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Run, 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 run. If you let it, yokes can't be broken today. If you haven't already, it has broke for somebody today. Hallelujah. We get ready to go. But as we get ready to bring his offering, we're going to pray, close in prayer. Minister Greg's had to leave because he had to go preach at another church. But the love offering that we were that I'm going to ask that we give towards him, he wants you to give it towards his tribe. Amen. So that even though that is over, but you can still give to a tribe. Amen. You can still give to a tribe because we're still collecting money. Amen. So please, will you give it? He put his name on it, but it's going to go to the tribe. Amen. Amen. Let us get ready to go. Hallelujah. Father God, in the name of Jesus. God, we thank you, God. God, the word made came soft. But God, but it had quite an impact today. Father God, you are God of love. God, we thank you for being loving. And because you love us so much, like it said in your word, oh God, we may be far off in distance, but you're still looking for us to come back home. Father God, as we get closer to you, we may be in a distance trying to get back. But Father God, I'm going to thank you, oh God, that you see us even in a far distance. Even when we can't see you, you see us, you see our issues, you see our dilemmas, but you already got a plan of deliverance. You already got a plan of reconciliation. And oh God, as we get ready to leave this place, Father God, I ask you, oh God, that as we bring our tithes and our offering, God, we trust your word today. We trust what your word says, that as we give, God, if we give happily, joyfully, happily and joyfully, will you give unto us? Your word says if we bring our tithes, you open the windows of heaven to pour us out a blessing that we have not room enough to receive. But, oh God, your word also says that if we come bringing in a seed, you give, a, you give seed to the sower as well as you give the harvest. So, God, I ask you, oh God, do your word today. Let your kingdom be lifted up and magnified through these offerings, O oh God. Now, God, let the sweet communion of the Holy Ghost rest, room, and abide in this place. Thank you, O oh God, for being with us today here at St. Paul. And as we leave this place, thank you, God, not out of your sight. Be with us as we travel to our separate destinations. And, Lord, still get the glory in all of our lives. In your son Jesus' name, somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah!